Welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio, Business Building Warrior. I'm so glad you've chosen to spend a few moments with us today. We've got some pre-recorded content today since it's the weekend update, but it's probably content you haven't heard unless you join us on a regular basis for our live Monday night Q&A sessions with our entire community. Man, some good questions happen when we do that, and we'd love to share the questions and responses with you. That's what we do on our weekend updates. We'd love for you to join us some Monday. It's open to anyone in our community. The best way to hear about these and to get the links you need and participate is to be part of the free Facebook group. There's a link at silentgym.com to that free Facebook group. Jump in there. Most Mondays we go live quite often. It's me, sometimes it's some other folks on our leadership team answering any e-commerce or Amazon questions. Then we compile the best questions and answers into a weekend update for those who couldn't make it to the live session. So that's what we've got for you today. Hopefully you're enjoying your weekend. Thanks for taking us along. I'll cut right to the chase. Let's jump right into the content. Let's see what the team compiled for us today. Let me just give it a little bit more overview about the community, about our Facebook group, about what we teach around here. I already said we're a multiple income stream community. We're 73,000 business building warriors from around the world using the internet creatively to launch and grow multiple streams of income. That's what we do here with a focus and emphasis on Amazon as the preferred starting point, simply because it's so huge and there's so many opportunities there. One of the opportunities that we've identified that we teach to every new student, even if we have to drag them kicking and screaming, if they've never made money on the internet before, we get you into our replens training because it's such a robust opportunity, low learning curve, low risk, low cost to get yourself rolling, low technology involved, very high odds of success once you get it, once you understand the system. And from there, you can launch into all kinds of beautiful business models based on the early lessons that you learn from the replens model. We teach that in the Proven Amazon course, which is the most established Amazon seller training course in the industry. It's been around for about 12 years. Keeps getting better. We've got about a team of 100 of us that have contributed in some fashion to that course over the years, purging out the old, updating anything that needs it, constantly bringing in brand new concepts that keep you on the cutting edge for any imaginable strategy on Amazon. That's what the Proven Amazon course is. Again, starting with the base foundational training of the replens model. And happy to dive into more of what that is. If someone has questions, but basically the replens is filling the underserved shelf space at Amazon. That's all it is. Filling the underserved shelf space at Amazon, identifying it and filling it. Taking tiny risks that pay off in a repeat basis, creating income streams on Amazon. And from there, you can launch into wholesale, private label, branded bundles. We have people who become consultants based on the knowledge they gain from that course. So that's the course. That's our training, our community, this Facebook group that you're in right now, completely free. Let me brag on that for just a moment. And I promise we'll hop into some questions and keep an eye out for Nate too. Nathan, if you show up, man, turn your camera on because he's supposed to be joining me here at some point, uh, but I don't see him quite yet. But the Facebook group that we're all in. Okay. So Hey, I can make that whole city shake. That's crazy. Do you guys see that when it happens? Uh, I guess not. My table just shook and the, the city stays still. That's pretty cool. I just bumped the table, but I didn't cause an earthquake. That's good. So this Facebook group of 73,000 people, 
it's been around for a while. I think we've got a big anniversary coming up. I have to check to see what it is. Uh, we've several years and it's been growing consistently. We've got 1,700 tagged success posts in that group. We started tracking that a couple of years ago as people tag their success stories. That's a lot of success stories. We've interviewed hundreds of those people in our free podcast at silentgym.com. I almost pointed right here because my microphone's always right here, but I've got nothing with me tonight. So you just have to trust me. Silentgym.com, the website, you can link to our podcast from there. Here, hundreds of interviews with the successful students from our community. As a completely free resource, I think it's second to none in regards to helping people who are trying to use the internet creatively to grow legitimate businesses, specifically with an emphasis on Amazon. So enjoy that community. At the top of that Facebook group, all the way at the top of the page in the featured section, you'll see a video that's about 20 minutes long of me diving into the replens model. Go check it out. If you really like what you're seeing, you start to know, like, and trust us, you're starting to see the validity of the content that we've created, you're impressed with all these hundreds of success stories, Maybe consider getting the proven Amazon course or getting a coach. We have 60 coaches on our team. All of them have been very successful students of the proven Amazon course that we recruited in to help us serve this community. They're the content creators. They're running very robust, successful businesses. Like I mentioned, they've been handpicked and nurtured into the role of teacher slash mentor slash coach. And they serve this community very well. It's a tremendous investment, but it's not for everyone. It's only for people who are ready to go forward quickly. And they've got a lot of margin in their life, meaning you've got the time margin. You've got some money you can spend. You've got relational margin. Your spouse doesn't think you're insane for your latest crazy idea, right? You've got to have them on board. You've got to have a lot of things lined up before really going forward quickly makes a lot of sense. So I'll have a long conversation with you before you can commit to coaching, make sure it's a good fit. You can get a link to that at silentgym.com as well. That's where pretty much everything that I've talked about so far. Can you use the same seller account? Here's a direct message question to me from uh, SA is the initials. Can you use the same seller account to do private label and arbitrage? Are there any risks associating with doing so? That's a great question. So this person is saying, hey, I, I want to do some of the replens model or maybe some of the, the arbitrage model where I go to Walmart, hit the clearance aisle. You know, there's some money there. We don't get real excited about flipping clearance items, the traditional arbitrage, scanning barcodes. It's tedious. You can't scale it. Yeah, there's some money there. I don't like to walk past $20 bills that are just laying on the shelf at Walmart. So yeah, we'll grab some of that stuff from time to time. Typically, that's what people think of when they say arbitrage. Replens is a more intentional form of that where you're buying the same boring items over and over and over again, and you're selling a good handful of that exact boring item over and over again every month. That's replens, serving the underserved shelf space at Amazon. But one of the more advanced models where we really discourage new sellers from going, and I'll tell you why in a moment, is private label. Private label means you're launching your own unique product. You've built a better mousetrap. You've found a product that's not on Amazon. You've branded under your name, trademark, all that. You're going all in. You're buying a bunch of it, and you're going to launch it to the world. The sad thing is about 95% of the people who go down that path as a new seller wind up failing and losing tens of thousands of dollars, which is why we don't teach it. If you get on YouTube, 90% of the content on YouTube about Amazon selling is trying to get you into that arena because you're going to spend a lot of money and course owners love when you spend a lot of money. 
because that means they're making a lot of money off teaching you a long, complex process. But the truth is you're not going to do well, unless you're the rare exception, with private label strategies, trying to launch new products on Amazon. If you're setting up new listings on Amazon as a new seller, you're not doing it right. You're creating a lot of unnecessary risk for yourself, including launching a new product. But all that being said, let's say you are positioned to launch a new product. Is it wise to have it all on the same account is the question. I've got my arbitrage. I've got my replans. I've got all those. And I've got my own private label product. Should I create a new account, Jim, is the question. Well, here's the answer. It doesn't matter. Amazon knows that it's you. If you have two separate accounts, that creates no protection from you if Amazon decides they don't like you one day and they're going to temporarily suspend your account. I say temporarily because 99.5% of the time when Amazon suspends somebody, it's temporary. The only way it can be permanent is if you completely ignore the situation and say, I don't want to do anything about it. I'm not going to try to get my account back. I'm done with Amazon. Well, now it's a permanent suspension because you didn't do what they're asking you to do to get it turned back on. But 99.9% or 99. something percent of all suspensions are temporary. So if they suspend one of your selling accounts and you happen to have two, they're going to suspend the other one as well. Amazon knows who you are. I'm just going to give one other shout out. I see some cameras on. We love seeing those friendly faces, guys. If you're somewhere where you can flip on a camera, you guys are doing great. Look at Brian. He's showing off. He's, he's all happy, man. That's great. We got some, we got the whole top row. That's all I see. Um, of, we've, got, we've got six, six, seven cameras on. That's great. Appreciate it. But anyone else who wants to flip it on, just makes for a friendlier Brady Bunch type thing going on here. Uh, so hopefully that helps everyone with the question of two accounts. Now, don't just set up a second account. Amazon doesn't like to see you just set up a second seller account. You want to ask their permission, tell them what your intentions are. Maybe you do put it on a separate account. Some people like to think that, you know, maybe they're keeping their products more secret that way from potential competition or something. I don't think so, but there's no benefit that I can think of in doing it, but there's also no disadvantage as long as you do it with Amazon's permission. Marion has a question about taxes. I don't see any hands up yet. So I'm just going to keep scrolling through the questions here in the order I got them. What amount should sellers be putting away for taxes? I'm a new seller still in the uh, reinvesting profits stage. Well, as long as you're not paying yourself yet, you're not actually generating profits yet. You're pouring it back into inventory. What's going to happen though at the end of the year, whatever you haven't poured back into inventory will be considered taxable income. You're going to want to talk to an accountant early on. That's the better answer for that question. If you haven't talked to a small business accountant, ideally someone who lives near you is great. Or we've got Humminbird, which is a service of this community. Humminbird is, uh, someone maybe could type it out for me, H-U-M-N-B-I-R-D.com. Put it in the comments to everybody so they can see it. Humminbird offers tax services, trademark services, uh, product photography, help you write your listings. As you start to get into some of the more advanced strategies of Amazon, we've got services there to help you, but they, they can also help with the taxes. But if you're brand new, you're just starting out, some of the best advice I can give you is take a local small business accountant, someone who's been doing it ideally for a couple decades to lunch or just get a meeting with them. It's probably not going to cost you anything. They're going to see you as a new potential client. They're happy to answer your questions. Just help you get set up because depending on where you live, do you have state taxes or not? Do you have anything about the county that you need to know about, that you county you happen to live in, about running a business out of your home or just those kinds of things. 
they're going to be able to, someone local is going to be able to talk you through that initial setup and tell you as a general rule, you know, what I typically say is you've got to set aside, you know, every dollar of profit that you bring in to your business, you got to set aside 25, 30% of that, just assuming the government's going to take at least that probably most likely. And you'll be pleasantly surprised if they don't then somehow, but if you want to keep track of all of your expenses as well, but if you're rolling all your profits back into your business, there's not any taxable revenue there for them to take because it's all just expenses. That's what you heard. Like Amazon doesn't pay any taxes. Amazon doesn't pay any federal income taxes. Well, because they weren't making any money. The individuals that worked at Amazon were making a lot of money and paying a lot of taxes. But Amazon as a business for the first, I don't know, 15 years didn't show any profits because every time they would make a dollar, they would buy another building. They would buy more equipment. They would expand their network. They would buy, you know, hire people. So they weren't actually making any profits for a very long time. And then all of a sudden, one day it exploded and they're very profitable, paying more taxes than any company in world history has paid to their government because they're huge. So Amazon pays a lot of taxes and so do the people who work there and own the place. But if you're pouring all your profits into your business, you don't owe any taxes. If you're just buying more inventory, rolling it over, not paying yourself, but you want to keep track of personal and business. That's vital when you're getting started. Set, open up a separate bank account. If you're pulling money out to go spend it, that's taxable. And it's going into your personal account. And now you're going to go buy you know, those new light-up flashing shoes that you've always wanted because you just love them. Well, okay, that's a taxable event. You just pulled $100 out, you're going to be paying taxes on that. But if it stays in your business and just rolls over, only the excess at the end of the year is going to be taxable income. Small business accountant can help you with that. Okay, guys, I'm not going to dive into, I'm not an accountant, not a lawyer. That wasn't legal or tax advice, but that's my best shot at that question. So Keepa, what's the drop? I would encourage you to go listen to podcast episode number 369 at silentgym.com. If you haven't done so yet, you will find that episode very useful. I break it down. You think, oh, Jim, that's over a year old episode. I could record it right now and it would be 100% spot on as accurate today as it was when I recorded it. Keepa is a software tool, costs you about $20 a month. We've referred thousands of users to those guys and for some reason, we never use our affiliate link. So they've paid me like 200 bucks over the years. Like they should love me. I should be getting like a Christmas turkey every year from those guys, but I don't, but that's okay. Their tool is awesome. So we refer people to it. What that tool does that no other tool can do. I'm talking even the, the Amazon seller tools that cost you five, $800 a month. None of them can do what Keepa does. They've integrated Keepa's data into it. But what Keepa does is they scrape Amazon all day, every day with a massive bank of servers, and they track one specific, very valuable data point that is impossible to track on your own. Because here's the most obvious question that everyone would like to know. If I'm looking at an ASIN, how many times did that ASIN sell last month? Amazon does not tell us. They keep that very close to the chest. That information on any given product listing on Amazon, how many times did this sell in the past 30 days? There's no way to know. Now, Amazon has begun putting up some estimates on some of the more popular items, but it's a very rough estimate. No one knows for sure. The only way to know for sure how many times a product sold is to be the seller of that item and to be the only seller of that item. Now you know how many times it sold and Amazon also knows. But 
for 99% of the ASINs on Amazon, especially all the ones you're going to be selling against, all the listings you'll be selling against as a new seller, you won't know how many times it sold. But the next best way to take a really good educated guess at how many times it sold is to count, as Regina asked about, the drops. Well, that's a drop, Jim. Keepa monitors every ASIN on Amazon, every listing, and watches for rank changes. And we call those rank changes a drop. So if you think about this logically for me for a moment, what's the only way to get an improved rank on Amazon? If you're a product and you're, you know, you've got 50 of them sitting on the shelf and you're at a certain sales rank on Amazon, what's the only way to improve your sales rank today? Sell at least one unit, right? Which will cause the sales rank to improve or drop to a lower number. If you're ranked number one bestseller, that's the lowest number you can possibly have. So if you drop from ranked 50,000 to 30,000, we know at least one sale had to happen in order for that drop to occur, that drop in sales rank. So keep accounts the sales rank drops, which don't necessarily indicate a single sale. They indicate at least one sale occurred. That's what a drop is. So once you know how many times per month a product is dropping on Keepa, an ASIN is dropping, you can start to estimate with a fair degree of accuracy how many times per month that product sells, and you can know how much risk you're willing to take based on that information. That's the replans training that we're always talking about around here. That's where you start to dig in. And as a guy who's been using Keepa for years, I can tell you, I'm still learning I'm still playing around. I'm still finding new creative ways to use that tool, as are all the experts on our team. We've just put some brand new modules into the Proven Amazon course called Advanced Keep a Training. It's fantastic. It dives into some of these things. But that's a drop. Great question. A question that comes up a lot when you get into Keepa for the first time and it looks like a heart monitor with all these buttons and colors and lines. Don't be intimidated by that. There's really only one solid piece of data that you need that gives you about 80% of the information you're going to need to know. And that's going to be very useful for you is the number of drops per month. I often tell my team that if it's dropping fast enough, let's say 50 or 60 times a month, let's test it. 50 or 60 drops per month on Keepa to me means it's selling at least 250 to 800 times a month, something like that, ballpark. Let's say there's 20 other sellers. I don't care. 30 other sellers. Jim, I don't care. The buy box hasn't moved in months, Jim. I I don't care. I don't care about any of those things. If it's moving that fast, odds are if we send a couple of units to a few random warehouses around the United States, someone's going to run it really fast because it's a product that sells a lot. And someone's going to want it fast. Like they don't want it two days from now at the best possible price. They wanted it two hours from now. They don't care what the price is. That's the customer I want to sell to. Podcast episode number 554, if you're writing notes, dives into the regional advantage that you get as a replen seller pricing well above the buy box on the fast moving ASINs. That's just one of the many replen strategies that we teach in the proven Amazon course. And good news. If that was a lot for you to digest, this is being recorded and you can listen to it all again. And I feel really good about what I just said. You can slow it down, rewind it, listen to me say it 10 times in a row if you have to. It was spot on. I've done it about 4,000 times, so I'm getting pretty good at it at this point. Brian, you've had your hand up very patiently, my friend. Unmute yourself. Let's prove to the world that this is uh, actually an interactive session tonight. I'm just messing with you, man. Of course, uh, 
I yeah, was like, my, I turned my volume up, man. You're just messing with me, moving your mouth. You were trying to like the old, uh, what was it, the old um, Chevy Chase. I was thinking like the I old think, karate movies, you know, where they're moving their mouth and nothing's happening, you know, and they're. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dubbing, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I just want to say one thing. Thanks again for doing this all the time, man. I'm on here as many Mondays as possible. And I always like to have at least one question or one comment because that's who I am. But it's always good think, to see you, man. Yeah, you too. I don't think I'll be playing basketball with you. I just realized you're a pretty tall guy. Even though I played uh, starting guard in high school. Really? Uh, what year did you graduate? Uh, 87 from high school. Me too, dude. I'm really? Yes, sir. Oh, nice. Get out there and play, man. Okay, yeah, well, you know, not, to, not to drift too far into basketball territory. Sure. But I graduated from John Wooden, John Wooden's home basketball arena, if you happen to know who that is. Martinsville, Indiana. <laughs> Got to meet the man. We can't get started on basketball. We will lose 80, 85% of the crowd. But trust me, man, I could talk all night about that. Yeah, I play several times a week to this day. Okay. Well, anyway, I don't know if I'll be joining you in that game or not, but I feel like there's probably, I, I want to speak to kind of newbies if there are any out here. And I feel like there's some just from seeing new faces and all that. And that's fantastic. So just so you know, if anyone's paying attention, I've only been doing this since February. And I mean, I just love it. I really do. Starting with nothing, zero, zero people. Okay. Going to Goodwill at first, uh, finding anything I can to sell throughout the house. Honest to God, I'm not a millionaire. I will be, but I have seen over four months such progress. And it took honestly a couple months to start actually seeing the fruits of your labor if you're following the model okay if you're following the model and not getting crazy i've said this too many times because i'm on the facebook with a bunch of people and i see everyone going all this way and that way like my god just slow down be patient okay just be patient you know it's not a get rich thing overnight no and, and i am proof i will be the slowest turtle in a race I'm happy to be that turtle, right? But I am following it and I am seeing the progress. And Jim, I love it, man. It's so cool, man. It's um, a blast. You know, Anyone who's spent any time at all trying to find a winning business model and maybe you've tried looking for winning products, like, man, what am I going to sell? I see something to sell, I launch a product. Anyone who's been through that frustrating churn of like 15 or 20 things, when they see replens, they lose their minds and get excited because it really is so low risk and you wade in nice and slow. I've been using the swimming pool analogy a lot. Like it's like start in the baby pool and you can walk in as fast as you want, but you're not going to drown. I mean, like worst case scenario is you fall on your face. Okay. Just roll over on your back. You're still in six inches of water. You're fine. It's like, it's a slow build by design. You're not going to lose money. If you're doing it the way we're teaching it, it's impossible. Yeah. Just don't pee in the pool and ruin it for everybody. Exactly. Please. We put those chemicals in there that turns water purple so we can tell when someone does that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, listen, I just want to give a lot of hope to anyone who might be new out there. And I feel like there's probably a lot of them. My God, I've got a list. And first of all, I've got a list of mistakes I've made in the four months that I've started. But guess what? My account's still running. My account's still good. I got the crazy, uh, ooh, your account might be, uh, you know, uh, whatever, deactivated. Well, you know, yeah. no. Because okay. they need to verify your bank account. Yeah. Anytime no, Amazon has not even that. Telling. 
not even that. It was just like something random. Sure. And you just hold, just stick to your guns, keep mm-hmm. moving, keep being the beast, keep moving. And you'll be okay unless you do something incredibly stupid, which rarely happens. But you're always going to... Even then, we've seen people come back from really dumb major mistakes. You're not going to break Amazon. You're just not. Uh, Move forward with wisdom and good counsel. A good mentor or coach is extremely helpful. This community can serve as that. Uh, Read through the Facebook group posts and... That's that's an education right there. I have people come up to me all the time, Brian, saying, I never paid you guys a dime. I never bought a course. I never bought coaching. Didn't spend a penny. I just paid attention to the podcast episodes. I hung out on the Facebook group. I took a slow and steady approach. It took them a lot longer than it probably should have in many cases because these tools are worth the investment. We've priced them so that they are. But if you choose not to spend a penny, you can still get there. Absolutely. It's not rocket science, but there is always a lot more to learn. So it's a matter how fast you want to go, how fast do you want to and move. Like you said, you've been doing this for 20 years plus yeah. okay, around the, my God, are you kidding me? I'm four months into this and I'm learning curves all the time, mistakes all the time. But mm-hmm. guess what? Nothing is going to ruin your business unless you do something crooked, right? Yeah, okay. that's right. If you if you go unethical, you try to you know buy a crate of Nikes from China for you know a dollar a pair. <laughs> That's probably not a legitimate transaction, my friend, right? And there's a lot of versions of that sort of thing that you, you could get sucked into. And we like to help people avoid all those traps. That's what we don't start people off selling new against new listings that they set up on Amazon. It's not like eBay where I've got something to sell. I'm going to set up a new listing. No, you're selling against underserved listings. You're finding products to match those underserved listings. You're helping Amazon fill the shelf shelf space that they already have tagged with an ID of some kind. Like, all right, there's not enough sellers on that. I could be a seller in here making money with these other sellers. That's where we start. We have people who've built seven-figure businesses using a couple simple tools with just that model with great profit margins. That's what our podcast is all about, is hundreds of people we've interviewed with this model. So thanks for your enthusiasm, Brian. I appreciate you showing up every week, man. You've been here like, I don't know, what, five, six, eight weeks in a row, man. It's great seeing you. Appreciate you. And I can just tell, you know, you've got a great trajectory because of your your attitude. You're learning like a sponge. You've made some mistakes, but you haven't let that be the thing that's like, oh, I'm going to go chase some other shiny objects for a while. You recognize the power of this model so that you've got a very high odds of building something pretty incredible being a leader, creating content, being on stage, being a coach, like that's the kind of stuff that we see early on from people that are on a great trajectory. Attitude matters way more than I used to admit. Yeah. Big time. I appreciate you, man. Thanks, man. Is there a way to filter Keepa so that you see the drops first and know what's dropping quickly and then drill down from there? Yes. Great question. I, I found the whole process of trying to identify profitable yeah. ASINs extremely yeah. frustrating. It's, and it's very time, time consuming. consuming. Yeah. It's time consuming. If you once you get really good at it, you're going to be able to find one or two an hour. But when you think I'm of this there. way, once you've got about a hundred <laughs> or so, you've got a very viable, exciting business that's putting a significant amount of money in the bank every month, and it's boring work to make it happen. Meaning you're going to hire other people to do the shopping, do the packing right? All you need is a hundred of these things and you've got a nice business, but it can take you an hour or more as a good replans hunter to find them. It's like panning for gold. But your question was, how do I quickly sort through and find the stuff that's dropping a lot? There is a 
inside of Keepa, you can search it at like a like a database search. And what's it called? Uh, data. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. Maybe someone will remember off the top of their head. Or you could go look and you know what I'm talking about, the data search feature in, in Keepa. But you can basically say, hey, only show me products. They're dropping more than 50 times a month in the pet category. That's it. That's all I want to see. And it'll generate your report. Here you go. Here's all 85,000 results. And you can sort them by the ones that are dropping the most down to the ones that are dropping the least. And you can put other factors in there too. Like I want to see ones that the price is increasing over the past three months. The number of sellers is decreasing over the past couple of months. Ones that include this certain keyword, right? So you can put very specific searches. We actually go in depth into that exact topic in the advanced Keepa training, which is a module inside the Proven Amazon course. Advanced Keepa training by Brian and Robin Joy Olson talks through 10 different ways to use Keepa. And one of them is a handful of them involve using the Keepa search tool that allows you to search through and find ASINs that match your criteria. Now, the next challenge you'll have is going and finding the products to match those ASINs. And in some cases, you'll find products that you just can't source or they're private label and you can't get your hands on them and the seller doesn't want you on there. There's only one seller, which is a red flag. Stay away from that ASIN. But in other cases, you could adjust your search, for example, to say, I might do something like, I want to see all the ASINs in the arts and craft category that are selling more than 50 times, dropping more than 50 times a month. And there's more than four sellers at any given time, right? And the the price has been increasing over the past three months, let's say. You, you could do a search and find those ASINs. It would be a large list. And then it's just a matter of going through. Which ones of these can I source? Which ones of these can I find a place to buy this thing? And then you do the math, a little bit of math. Now, you're not looking for profitable ASINs at this point. You're looking for underserved ASINs because you can ignore the buy box. With a lot of these fast movers, you really can't ignore the buy box price. Price it above the buy box where it's profitable for you and wait. You may not be the person selling the most units per month, but every unit you do sell is going to be profitable. And if it doesn't sell well for you after 30, 45 days, you're not happy with it, drop your price into the mud with everyone else, get your money back. You haven't lost anything except a little bit of your time, learning a little lesson, took a stab at it. It was a test-worthy ASIN. Test didn't work out. Getting a text from my family. Hold on just a second. Make sure everything's good. Awesome. One of my kiddos is having a great business day. That's all that text was. Love to see that. Hey, dad, had a great day, sales day today. Well, two of my kids have their own businesses. Always shoot me updates throughout the day. They're both going to be at the event. One of them is actually speaking. Well, two of my sons are speaking at the event. One of them works in our warehouse every day with my mom and my aunt and a great local family that runs the food pantry for our church, some good friends of ours. They run my Amazon, eBay prep center business, Walmart. We sell in Walmart as well. That's the team. So they're going to have a panel talking about inventory management. One of my my special needs son, Ty, is going to be on his first panel. He's been to every one of these conferences, and he's going to be on a panel talking about how they manage inventory. He is one of the foremost inventory lab experts. Now, he has a hard time communicating verbally. But dude, I mean, like, if you said, okay, Jim, we're going to take out everybody on your team at your warehouse. You only have one person who's got to keep things running. It'd be him. Like I've got some smart people over there, but this this dude he rocks it. So that's Ty. Be sure to meet Ty while you're at the event if you're coming. Uh, but then Trey and Zane, two of my other kiddos, 
got their own businesses too. So love getting those updates from the crew. But and does that help? You can dig in and get that kind of information from Keepa. Good. I see that head nodding. Awesome. It's just a matter of learning how to use it. I strongly suggest that you get into the advanced Keepa training modules inside of the proven Amazon course. They Brian and Robin Joyce step you right through it. Two great coaching leaders on our team who are also doing some great sessions at the conference as well. Oh, by the way, great news. Uh, If you haven't checked it out yet, you can go to silentsalesmachine.com. That was the first website I ever had. My first book, it's been rewritten 11 times now. Uh, That book has sold over a million copies. You can get it completely free by texting. I see, I remember the phone number. I do 507 dash. I'm typing it into the comments. 507 dash 800 dash 0090 in the US or Canada. 507-800-0090. If you text the word free to that phone number, I'm sending that to everybody here in just a second. So to figure out waiting room, everyone in the meeting. There you go. Text free. Boom. There it is. It should be in your comments. If you're listening to this audio later, I'll repeat that one more time for you. Text the word free to this phone number, 507-800-0090. And you'll get my book completely free for now. If that code doesn't work for you for some reason, it's because we've ended that promotion. But to launch this out, we're giving it away to free to anybody who wants it. That's me going through, it's 10 or I think it's 10 chapters, 11 chapters, can't remember which, of the multiple income stream strategies that have helped me build what's been built around here over the past 20 years. Just the lessons learned. All uh, One of my favorite chapters is talking you out of all the things that you could do that sound great that are huge, disastrous mistakes that I've seen people make over and over. How to really sort through and find the right business for you, the kind of questions you should be asking yourself, the kind of community you should be looking for. Uh, For example, one of the things I've been saying for several years around here, this should resonate with you guys. You know, you're here for a reason. This may be the reason you are here in this group tonight instead of somewhere else in another group. Anytime someone claims to be able to teach you how to make money using the internet, there's only one filter you got to run it through. And if you don't run it through that filter, you're probably going to wind up making a huge mistake. If you do run it through this filter, odds are you found a great group. It's this simple filter. I call it the gauntlet. I threw down the gauntlet on the whole industry. And I said, hey, if you're going to claim to be able to teach people how to make money on the internet, where is your large community of people hanging out all day, every day, talking about the ideas that you've taught them, talking about their successes and their struggles openly with transparency? Where's that group at? If they don't have that group, run away. It's most likely, almost certainly a scam of some kind. If they do have that group of people who are succeeding and failing and struggling and helping each other and working their way through it, now you can start to get interested because now you know there's transparency there. All business involves blood, sweat, tears, work, sacrifice, occasional failure. Like if they're hiding that from you, they're not telling you the full story. So you want to see that group of people struggling, winning, figuring it out together, supporting each other. And if they don't have that community freely available that you can go examine on your own, do not spend any money on that business opportunity, at least not with that expert guru course, whatever. That's the problem I have with a lot of the YouTube experts is They want you to just watch several hours of their YouTube video, then go spend thousands of dollars on the course. And then you get to go into the community and you get there and it's crickets. Like, where's all the success stories? (laughs) Where's everybody at? Right? You don't want to do that. You want to find the community first, get to know the people first, and then 
the relationships will kind of guide you where you need to go from there. So that's me talking about multiple income streams, which is a topic of passion for me. Thanks for letting me rant on that just a little bit. Hi, Jim. There we go. I'm evening. Hi. Yes. Good evening. Um, I'm doing OA using prep centers. So mm-hmm. most prep centers need a minimum of a certain number of um, items in per shipment. Yes. Is that, is that right? Yeah. So as a new seller, uh, what I do is I aggregate all my purchases and is um and products and I send them all at one go. Is that right? I just want to check that this is the correct way to do it. Because um at the start I'm just doing three or two five items ASIN, right? Mm-hmm. Great yeah. question. So is, is that what people use? Let me talk through the the details of your question. Make sure we get everyone up to speed on what it is you just asked about and then give you some very specific advice. Okay. And by the way, how how can I pronounce your name? Help me out. Hi. Yeah, you, you pronounce it correctly. It's Miss Chua. Yes. Miss Chua. Miss Chua. Yes, yes. Great to meet you. Okay, so you're a new seller. You've only got a few items and you're wanting to use a prep center. Are you do you live internationally by any chance? Do you live outside the United yeah, States? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm from Singapore. Okay, you're in Singapore now. Yeah. So good morning. <laughs> good morning. Yes. <laughs> All right. 6 a.m. here. Yeah, thank you for getting up so early. That's incredible. It's an honor. Thank you. So you're forced to use a prep center from day one. So let me just yeah. talk through some things and then I'll address your question, Ms. Chua. Most sellers in our community, I'd say about 85%, live in the United States. And we strongly encourage those who live in the United States, which is the hottest Amazon market where we encourage sellers from anywhere in the world to start is in the US. Like for example, I, I could advise Ms. Chua to sell in Singapore, Amazon, or somewhere on her side of the world. Well, no, it's not quite as robust of an opportunity there. Like if someone lives in Australia, they have Amazon there and there's some opportunity there, but I would still say, no, you need to sell in the US. There's so much more activity here. Canadians and the people in the UK are about the only ones that we say you can sell at home on Amazon and still take a decent shot at growing a decent business using the replens model. But anyone, anywhere in the world including my new friend, Miss Chua in Singapore, can sell in the United States. If you happen to live here, we want you to do your own prepping and shipping. We want you to get used to putting stuff in a box, a few units at a time, shipping it in, understanding the process. Once you start to grow, now you can use a prep center, hire an old lady across the street, some neighborhood kids. They can do this $10, $12 an hour work for you. But if you live internationally, you're presented with a unique challenge from day one, and that is, I'm never going to see or touch my inventory. I'm buying stuff in the United States. It's going to be sent into Amazon's warehouses, but I don't. I can't be the one that preps it. I can't send it all the way to Singapore and send it all the way back. That, that's not feasible. So an entire network of prep centers have popped up over the entire United States. The first prep center came out of this community, out of a mastermind event that we did several years ago. It exploded. Many other prep centers popped up and a prep center is simply a friend where you can ship your inventory. That's it. And they prepare it for you and send it into Amazon on your behalf. Slap your labels on it, slap your stickers on it. They do it for you. If you're international, you have to start off with a prep center. We have an entire network of prep centers listed for free as a resource for this community at prepcenternetwork.com. Prepcenternetwork.com. Ms. Chua has contacted a few of them, it sounds like, and figured out that most of them 
want you to send them more than a few units at a time. So she's kind of letting this stuff accumulate. What options does she have internationally? I'm not going to spend a lot of time on international solutions right now, but I can tell you this, a lot of people have figured this out. What they're typically doing is they've found a partner or a friend in the United States who kind of helps them compile and conglomerate, you know, collect this stuff together and send it all to the prep center all at once. It helps to have a friend who can help you out with that or you're placing larger orders, taking a little more risk than you would otherwise, there are also some prep centers, Ms. Chua, that will receive very small orders from you. If they know that you're a proven Amazon course student from this community, one of those prep centers is Proven Prep. It's one that's listed in the prep center network. They'll receive small orders from you and help you. They know because you're, you're going to be a great client eventually. You're doing this the right way. You're being cautious with your inventory spending. So they're going to take smaller orders from you and help you out as you grow. A handful of them do that. Most of them don't. Most of them want to deal with only serious players because they don't want a bunch of questions from new sellers, which makes sense. They're in the business of running a prep center, not giving free coaching to people who haven't been through the proven Amazon course yet. Okay. So one one other tip I would give you as an international seller inside the proven Amazon course, there's a module that's just for you as a non-US based Amazon seller go through the International AZ module. You can read up on that course at internationalaz.com or jump into the Proven Amazon course library and you'll see it in there. International AZ is the name. And it just helps international students navigate the kind of scenario that you just mentioned, Ms. Chua, as well as a handful of others. Like this website won't accept my credit card because it sees that I'm from another country. How can I place an order those kinds of things, how to navigate some of the unique challenges you're going to face. Doing what you said is OA strategy, which if anyone's new, don't know what OA is, that's simply shopping online, online arbitrage. Instead of walking into a store, you're shopping on websites. You can do that from anywhere in the world, right? Well, you hit some unique challenges if you're trying to shop on US-based websites from outside the US and buy your inventory. Having it shipped to your prep center, not to yourself or to a friend, not to you in Singapore, but there are ways to navigate these challenges. We have very successful replens model students in countries all over the world. One of my favorites is one of the coaches on our team. His name is Joseph Biz. What a great last name. That's his real last name, B-I-Z. He's a coach on our team. He's the one who created the International AZ module for us, actually. He lives in Slovakia. They don't have Amazon there. If you ask a thousand random people on the street about Amazon, or Jeff Bezos, most of them have no idea what you're talking about. They don't have Amazon there, but he buys and sells every day a lot of inventory in his Amazon business and gets paid very well to do it with a US-based prep center, US-based team that's built that he's built his business with. So he never sees or touches his inventory. It's very feasible. It's done all the time. And it's an opportunity that's very much available to you uh, as an international seller. So Ms. Chua, thank you for the excellent question. Hopefully I was thorough and answered your concerns. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day there in uh, beautiful Singapore, which is, a, which is I don't know, I can't call it a country or a city. I'm not sure what to call it. I can't wait to visit Sing- Singapore someday. What do you call it, Miss Chua? That's my last question. Is, do you guys call it a country or a city, the locals? If you have to unmute yourself, I'd love to hear. Yeah, we, we do call it a city and a country at the same time. Yes. You call it a country and a city. Okay. Yes. I, yes. I never know what to call it. I don't. I just didn't want to upset anybody by calling it the wrong thing. So I go kind of call it both. So it's good to know that even the locals do that. I've got some great friends out that way as well that uh, have built beautiful businesses over the years. So yeah, God bless you. It's great to meet you, Miss Chua. Thank you. All right, let's uh, let's jump on to some other questions here. I see hands up. 
Hannah, I don't know if let's go with Hannah first. I don't know if Vince was next or Hannah. Let's go with Hannah. Then we'll get you, Vince. I see you on there, buddy. And then we'll have to start wrap up. I've got about 15, 20 minutes before we have to wrap this up. Go ahead, Hannah. Hi. Um, so I have the same question about the prepping center. I live in the US and have not used prep center before. Okay. But I look around and see that because a lot of my products currently are bundles. And I know the cost to prep the bundles is a lot more expensive than if you sit to sell a single unit. I wonder, I'm not sure if you have a, a specific um, like subject solution for me, but like I'm thinking about having my own prep center, like hiring people to prep for me. Mm-hmm. Or should I just use a prep center, like send it to a prep center? Which solution would be better? Because one thing I'm thinking about is if I have my own prep center, hiring people to work for me. If I have returned from Amazon, I can have my people re-prep it and send it back to Amazon versus if I use prep center, right? it's going to cost me more. That is a great question. I'm glad you asked it because it reveals an element that I, I should have included in my answer to Ms. Chua and I didn't. And that's this. I don't like to see people jump into fully automated too fast. I want to see them do it themselves first, which I mentioned before. Do it yourself first, get comfortable with the process. But rather than jump to a prep center that's you know 800 miles away, 1500 miles away and, and rely on them, how about use some neighbors first? Some of the most creative and robust strategies I've heard, there's actually someone right here in my hometown that I had lunch with not too long ago who had done this. They built their own warehouse, built their own team, built their own prep center. They took on a couple clients even, and they just got it all under one roof. They're doing a couple hundred thousand dollars of online arbitrage per month, a couple hundred thousand dollars of retail arbitrage per month with the replens model and some bundling as well. And it's all handled in-house and they love it. It's so much more cost-effective than using another prep center because they're good at it. They've built it up slowly over time. You can find one of my favorite examples. It was a podcast episode not too long ago where someone had hired the, the sweet old lady across the street that had a lot of time on her hands. She was a widow and had a large house and some extra room in the garage. And now her house is a buzzing beehive of activity. Neighborhood kids coming in a garage, prepping products, getting paid. She makes some cookies. She manages the process. She's getting paid a percentage of the business, working with the cool family across the street. That's a hard thing to beat. There's no rent. You don't have to pay rent for the building. There's no five-year lease to sign, right? You're not sending your products off to some random stranger and hopefully they handle it as well as you would like to. There's very creative solutions available to you. And like you mentioned, when you get the returns, you can kind of examine them and repackage them with the care that you'd like to take on your own products. Yeah, there's absolutely, Hannah, a lot of advantages in keeping it all kind of in-house until you really need to make that leap and do something else. I love to see new sellers do it that way. It's more relational. It's more personal. You'll be glad you did it that way. You know, at least the first year or two, I like to see people just kind of manage it as close to home as they possibly can before making those necessary leaps into other strategies. Prep centers are a necessity. They serve a great purpose. There's some sellers in our community, like I'm thinking of, um, I was texting with Leah Modlin earlier today. She doesn't want to see it. She doesn't want to touch it. She doesn't want to smell it. The returns go somewhere else. There's a service in our community that will take your returns on your behalf from Amazon and sell them on eBay for you and send you a check for half of whatever they sell for, right? So she that's how what she does. It all goes to a prep center. She never wants to see it at her house, but she didn't start that way. If you start that way, you're 
you're opening up a can of worms you may not be able to control and manage. I want you to see it, touch it, feel it, get involved as involved in it as you possibly can. You'll benefit in the long term by by that. And there's 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 little steps you can take in between doing it all yourself and sending it all to a prep center eight states away. Yeah, the only thing that the only downside with that is I'm living in an apartment right now, so I don't have space. Would it be too risky looking for like a warehouse to start with prepping center? I wouldn't jump all the way to signing a lease on a warehouse because typically they're going to want you to sign for an extended period of time. I would look for a creative, maybe a sublease of someone who has some extra space, ideally a free situation of somebody who has some space, you know, a community center or something, a business startup center, or, you know, somewhere that you can store this stuff, pay them a few dollars. There's space somewhere near you. Do you, li- do you live in a, a major metropolitan area? Yeah, I live in Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. Okay. So you may have to get a little creative, maybe get out of the suburb a little bit, who knows, but keep it as close to home as you can. This is where having great friends and building your network and talking around, Hey, I just need some, I need 400 square foot of space just to keep some stuff guys. You know, it's it's anyone got an extra 20 by 20 space somewhere in their garage or, you know, heated and cooled warehouse kind of thing. Just spread the word. I would rather see you do that versus go sign a lease on a warehouse somewhere. And then, you know, you, you, it's too small or which was what happens to most people in our community when they get a warehouse is it's just too small and they can't leave because they signed a two-year lease. Yeah. Right? That uh, makes so, sense. Yeah. Be, be as flexible as you can. Don't sign any agreements that commit you to two, three, five years of having to be in a certain spot. Um, use a friend of a friend kind of thing. Other, other creative arrangements like that. That's what you, that's where you're going to have to do your homework and do your research. You'll be glad you did. And I've seen people do pretty incredible things out of their little apartments too. I mean, it's just crazy. The, the sellers in New York, man, they got it down to a science. Uh, you know, some of these small apartments they've got and just cranking stuff through every day. I mean, it's one way to make sure your shipments go out because you can't use your kitchen if they don't go out. <laughs> no, hopefully that's helpful. It's great to meet you, Hannah. Yes, thank you. I have two quick questions for you because I know yeah. you're rushed for time. Number one is, what is your impression of print on demand? In- yes. In uh, Amazon, is it? I, I just see a lot more people doing it in the last sure. year, and I wanted to get yeah. your impressions about that. Is that good, bad? Why? Oh no, it's it's going to be it's it's becoming a bigger and bigger deal all the time. Uh, we're actually doing a breakout session at the conference on print on demand. The website that we're building right now, you can go and sign up for early notification. Is proven? I believe it's proven pod. Let me just make sure real quick. Pretty sure it's provenpod.com. Maybe someone who's faster with a keyboard can check it out, but provenpod.com. Yeah, that's it. Provenpod.com, print on demand. Typically, when people hear print on demand, they think of books, which is that's great. I've done a lot of print on demand with books, but you can do it with mugs, hats, t shirts, whatever. You can use third party companies with minimal initial order quantities, MOQs, minimum order quantity. So you buy five, seven units, you set up a new listing. This is a very low risk way to get into the private label game. And we've got some people doing extremely well with this model. That's what the proven printondemand.com course is going to be all about. And for those of you who don't realize it yet, anytime we create new content around here that has anything to do with succeeding on Amazon, we'll launch it on its own first, charge a few dollars, huge discount. If you're a proven Amazon course student or a coaching dis- coaching student, but eventually that same content goes into the proven Amazon course library at no charge. So if you're paying for the proven Amazon course, you'll get all of it eventually. 
but proven print on demand. Absolutely. We're excited about it. It's a great way to distinguish your bundles. What we've got a lot of people doing right now, let's say you come up with a hot cocoa bundle. You've got your Hershey's syrup. You've got your name brand marshmallows. You've got your mug that says, this is mama's house or whatever. Your unique mug with your unique shape on it that no one else can duplicate. You've got it from a print on demand company. You've made your own hot cocoa mug and now you're selling it and no one can compete with you. You've got your own branded bundle listing with your own unique print on demand product. We've got people doing $700,000, $800,000 a month uh, on a print-on-demand products, creating bundles, as I just described. It's a slightly more advanced strategy. I'd really like to see you get your feet under you and get your momentum with replens so you're not out there taking silly risks and using your instincts to go out and guess and buy stuff that you shouldn't be buying. But yeah, it's a beautiful strategy. We're very bullish about it, very excited about it for sure to answer your initial question. Thank you for that. The second thing is around buying existing FBA stores on Amazon. So I have money, but I don't have time. And I I am going to start my own uh, business, but I've been presented with a lot of opportunities lately uh, that come from places like Quiet Light Brokerage and others that I'm sure you're familiar with. Yes. And they're more expensive than starting on your own. However, you know, they have proven revenues, uh, proven cash flow. So your impression of getting into the the business that way and perhaps growing it and building and adding products over time? Yeah, you know, mixed feelings there. It's very easy to get into a situation where you've overpaid for something that you just shouldn't have gotten into. My general business advice is slow and steady wins the race. I want to see you learn how to do it yourself. I don't come at the Amazon opportunity from an investor mentality. I want you to build a business that's a wise investment eventually and be able to sell it to someone else. But as far as as an outsider coming in, typically when people come to me and they'll say things like, Jim, okay, I've got you know, the people. Sometimes people have a whole lot of money, say things that just sound crazy to the rest of us, but they'll say things like, I've only got $200,000 and I need to, some, I need to make something happen. You know, what, what's your advice? Like, Keep all the money in the bank, all of it. Learn the process. The same $20 a month piece of software, the same $40 a month course, learn the business. That's how you're going to win in this business. I see a whole lot of people throw a whole lot of money at a whole lot of crazy ideas and regret it later. Because remember, from my vantage point, the internet changed the game in one significant way. Risk is no longer a necessary component of business. Meaning I can test small, I can make a mistake here, fail there, look over my shoulder. It's cost me 500 bucks to take mm-hmm. three months of learning curve and learn my lumps, get, take my lumps, learn my lessons. And now I'm ready to do something. Like it didn't have to go out and spend a couple hundred thousand dollars and hope it works out later. That's the way business was always done mm-hmm. up until the nineties. Right. So yeah. I typically say, keep the money in the bank, learn some of these low risk strategies where you can test. Now I will say there's one outfit that has bought and sold a lot of accounts in our community. If you go to silentgym.com slash sell my account, mm-hmm. you'll see the website. They're a sponsor in our community, but they've done probably 500 transactions both ways, buying, selling accounts. Talk to them if you're looking to buy an account, because yeah. I don't know that I want to see you go buy an account that already has some momentum. I'm not as excited about that because if it really had momentum, they'd probably be holding on to it. It's got something that you don't know about. It's not a cash cow that you're just going to turn on. Yeah, People hold on to those. But uh, if you buy an account that already has approvals on a lot of categories, that could save you three, six months of 
trying to build your momentum and getting approval in different categories, yeah. that sort of thing. There could be some, but you're not going to spend tens of thousands of dollars. You yeah, well, when I'm, dollars. you know, and I'm, I, you know, just for full disclosure, you know, I used to run global marketing for very large tech companies, including Eastman Kodak, Kodak.com. Sure, I got you. And, you know, what appeals to me in this only uh, is that, and I just was presented an opportunity a couple of days ago for a dog and cat collar mm-hmm. business on, on, um, Amazon FBA, but some of these businesses have have brands. Some of them have uh, IP. Yeah, and you know, I don't want to be the next guy selling something from Timu. Yes, and you'll end up there. Yeah, a lot of times you'll end up there. You know, there's a reason they're selling it, man. I can tell you this: I've got money I could put into that sort of thing if I wanted to, and I don't. I'm not going to buy another uh, someone else's brand that they've set up and try to continue. I'm just. The, the brand, even those people who are like conglomerating the brands, like buying 500 brands, they're slowing down and going, whoa, guys, there's a reason it's for sale. If this was just a cash cow, just a cash flow machine, this wouldn't be for sale. What's going on here? I don't disagree with you. I don't there's a bubble to you. it. Yeah. Right. yeah. You're kind of rolling the dice. Yeah. I mean, even if you and I sat down and looked for four hours and examined it and looked at it from every angle, we could still make a significant mistake if they're saying, yeah, give us $60,000, we'll turn the whole thing over to you. Like, uh, gosh, I just don't know, man. I'd rather build my own business, have my control levers yeah. in place. Uh, that's where the opportunity is. And that's what we teach here. I don't I don't claim to be a specialist at, at, yeah. at what you're asking me about right now. Fair enough. I appreciate your feedback. Thank you very much. Absolutely. I like it's your good work. to see you again, Vince. Yeah. Developing routines with FBA. This is a good question asked by Con T. Developing routines when it comes to building a replens business. How much time do you spend sourcing, prepping, shipping, that kind of thing? There's a private Facebook group. If you're a proven Amazon course student doing the replens model, there is a private Facebook group that's set up just for people doing that. And it's got a lot of standard operating procedures already spelled out in there. It's got a few thousand members in there. Great. Uh, bonus content because keep in mind that the members of my silent team, the 73,000 Facebook group, that's multiple streams of income. We talk a lot about Amazon, but we talk a lot about other stuff too. This separate Facebook group, you can contact our support team and get information about it. And they'll get you in there. If you're a proven Amazon course student, you get access to it for free. If you're on the $39 a month plan, if you're on the old $29 a month plan, you got to pay, I think it's nine bucks a month to be in there. But it's very much worth it. So contact support, ask them about the private replans Facebook group. There's all kinds of standard operating procedures in there. How much time does it take to prep and ship which days of the week, different plans. That's where they really kind of dive into some of the nitty gritty nuts and bolts uh, and conversational style. But the proven Amazon course itself really does dive into a lot of that as well. Uh, There's not one specific module I can necessarily refer you to, um, but that's definitely a common topic. You'll see people who do the business in a very structured way. Monday is shopping day, Tuesday is prepping. And, and we, we have, we've done interviews with podcast guests who have it down to you know a weekly schedule and, and how it looks. But the business is such that there's, if you talk to 100 people, you're going to get 100 different answers on what their routines are and how it works. It's just, you know, we wait till our kitchen table's covered and we send in a shipment, you know, you know, got people doing it that way. I squeeze in an extra hour or two where I can, and it's, you know, an extra 500 bucks a month or, you know, you got everything to people running seven figure operations like clockwork. Uh, So 
a lot of that factors into there's not one right way to do this business, but you will find plenty of standard operating procedures in that private Facebook group that I mentioned. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.